Hello everybody, welcome back to Peanuts World. In this episode, I'm going to be reading a classic Grimm's Fairy Tales tale, I guess, called Rumpelstiltskin. So, let's go. There once was a miller who was poor, but he had one beautiful daughter. It happened one day that he came to speak with the king, and to give him consequence, he told him that he had a daughter who could spin gold out of straw. The king said to the miller, that is an art that pleases me well. If thy daughter is as clever as you say, bring her to my castle tomorrow, that I may put her to the proof. When the girl was brought to him, he led her in a room that was quite full of straw, and gave her a wheel and spindle, and said, Now set to work, and if by early morning thou hast not spun the straw to gold, thou shalt die. And he shut the door himself, and left her there alone. And so the poor miller's daughter was left sitting and could not think what to do for her life. She had no notion of how to of how to set to work on to spin gold from straw, and her distress grew so great that she began to weep. Then all at once the door opened, and in came a man who said, "Good evening, miller's daughter. Why are you crying?" "Oh," answered the girl, "I have got to got." got to spin gold out of straw, and I don't understand the business. The little man said, What will you give me if I spin it for you? My necklace, said the girl. The little man took the necklace and seated himself before the wheel and whirr, 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 three times round and the bottom was full. Then he took up another, whirr, 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 three times round and that was full. And so went on till the morning, when all the straw had been spun, and all the bobbins were full of gold. At sunrise came the king, and when he saw that the gold was, he was astonished and very much rejoiced, for he was very greedy. He had the miller's daughter taken into another room, filled with straw much bigger than the last, and told her that she, as she valued her life, she must spend it all in one night. The girl did not know what to do, so she began to cry, and the door opened, and the little man appeared and said, What will you give me if I spend all this straw into gold? The ring for my finger, answered the girl. So the little man took the ring and began to send the wheel whirring round, and by the next morning all the straw was spun into glistening gold. The king was rejoiced beyond measure at the sight, but as he could never have enough gold, he had the miller's daughter taken into a still larger room full of straw and said, This too must be spun in one night, and if you accomplish it, you shall be my wife. For he thought, Although she is but a miller's daughter, I am not likely to find anyone richer in the whole world. As soon as the girl was left alone, the little man appeared for the third time and said, what will you give me if I spin the straw for you this time? I have nothing left to give, answered the girl. Then you must promise me the first child you have after you are queen, said the little man. But who knows when, whether that will happen, thought the girl. But as she did not know what else to do in her nece- necessity, she promised the little man what he desired, upon which he began to spin until all the straw was gold. And when in the morning the king came and found all done according to his wish, he caused the wedding to be held at once, and the miller's pretty daughter became a queen. 
In a year's time, she brought a fine child into the world and thought nothing more of the little man. But one day, he came suddenly to her room and said, Now give me what you promised me. The queen was terrified greatly and offered the little man all the riches of the kingdom if he would only leave the child. But the little man said, No, I would rather have something living than all the treasures of the world. Then the queen began to lament and weep so that the little man had pity upon her. I will give you three days, said he, and if at the end of the time you cannot tell me my name, you must give up the child to me. Then the queen spent the whole night thinking all over the names she had ever heard and sent a messenger through the land to ask far and wide for all the names that could be found. And when the little man came the next day, she, she repeated all the names she knew, beginning with Casper, Melchior, and Balthazar, and went through the whole list. But after each, the little man said, That is not my name. The second day, the queen sent to inquire of all the neighbors what the servants were called, and told the little man of the most unusual and singular names, saying, Perhaps your fur stripes, or sheep's shanks, or spindle shanks. He said nothing, but that is not my name. The third day, the messenger came back again and said, I have not been able to find one single new name. As I passed through the woods, I came to a free hill, high hill, and it was near a little house, and before the house burned a fire, and around the fire danced a little comical man, and he hopped on one leg and cried, Today do I bake, tomorrow I brew. The day after that, the queen's child comes in. And oh, am I glad that nobody knew that my name, the name my name called is Rumpelstiltskin. You cannot think how pleased the queen was to hear that name. And soon afterward, when the man walked in, she said, Now, Miss Queen, what is my name? She said it first. Are you called Jack? No, answered he. Are you called Harry? She asked again. No, answered he. Then she said, Then perhaps your name is Rumpelstiltskin. The devil told you that. The devil told you that, cried the little man. And in his anger, he stamped with his right foot so hard that it went into the ground above his knee. Then he seized his left foot with both his hands in such a fury that he split in two, and there was an end of him. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed Rumpelstiltskin.